Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis, and I'm your girl Kimmy. In this week's episode, I am my hair. And joining me on the porch this week is my girls Keisha, Chauncey, and Celeste. And we talk all about the different ways we have transitioned into loving our hair. We're not all about just our hair, but we surely love our hair. So stay tuned and join us on the porch for this week's episode, episode 8. I am my hair. Keisha, how's everything going? It's going pretty well. It's, it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. How are classes? Busy. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> I hear you. I love your lipstick. Oh, thank you. I've been on calls all day, so I tried to do a little something. So the more the more casual I wear my clothes, then I try to dress my face up a little bit. <laughs> so everybody day is I didn't have to wear a mask all the time. Mm-hmm. So mask, you know, I just I just saw somebody um post something on Facebook about wearing a mask and putting on lipstick, you know, like why do we still do that? But I only wear the mask to go into the store, you know, when right. I get back out, I, I take the mask off. I mean, so I still wear lipstick. I mean, the lipstick. Most really of my good. lipsticks don't. Yeah. And most of my lipsticks, once I put them on, they don't go anywhere all day even when I eat. Yeah. So. And I wear matte lipsticks. And so, yeah. I, I mean, it's something you just got to feel because that mask and Keisha, I feel for you. So, because, <laughs> I mean, the mask breaks your face out. I don't like it. Exactly. It's too hot Listen. and it's sweaty and it's just. And I had a facial on my last face. night. Mm-hmm. I had a facial last night, so I'm definitely not putting no mask on. So I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, but I'm you done. Just think about it. It, it, it's, it will make your face break out because it's going to clog. You know what I mean? It's doing, you can't get air. It's going to clog. You know, you, you got to wear a shield up under mine. And I, I wash my shield with my face with the wash uh-huh. and clean it every day before I put it on in a fresh mask. And mm-hmm. I'm still. Because it's so hot to me, talking and talking all the oh. time with the mask on. This they be looking for me. I'd be like this. <laughs> I need oxygen. I I don't even know how. I mean, honestly, I don't know how I would make it. I I I would have um a lot of trouble because I have asthma. I would have a lot of trouble. Like even when I go to the store, I'd be like, you know. But I know it's for the greater good. But um, you know, so everybody week is going good. Everybody looking good. Chauncey, your hair is looking good, girl. Oh, mm-hmm. well, thank you, thank you. I love the cut. You know, it's yeah, that time of year. Good. So I every ten years. Sometimes I, I, yesterday I, I washed my hair. I got a a big boot <laughs> going on here, but um, I washed my hair yesterday, and I was like, um, I said to myself, I said, sometimes you know, you just be tempted to say i mean i trim my ass i said maybe i want to go like right here and i said oh no because that means i would have to do a lot of work and <laughs> you know i just want to get up go to my computer well i was i was surprised because when she when she cut my um when she cut my hair last month i cut off five inches i didn't even realize it was that long yeah that that would um that i don't know it's you know so that's our conversation night about hair you know the the love of our hair and you know and the reason why I say the love of our hair um who made that song you know I'm not our hair um what is it I am not Cindy Ari 
Yeah. I am not my hair. I yeah. am not my hair. I love that song, but um, I'm going to just keep it <laughs> real with you. Y'all know that ain't the truth. I mean, because, I mean, not to disagree with her, because I am not, you know, I'm not going to bank everything like my health or anything else on my right. hair. You know what I mean? Because I don't want that's that's being vain and selfish and things like that, because I'd rather be healthy and, and you know, a good person than think about my hair. But, um, you know, your hair is, 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 a, is, is a statue of you. You think about it. Um, if you're, you're not, if you're not having a good hair day, you feel a certain way. Am I lying? You don't feel good about yourself when you're having a, a, a bad hair day. Yeah. You feel the most, um, you feel good when you come from the hairdressing, your hair is just right. That's a, a good day. And you have your hair laid right. It's a good day. Oh, so yeah. a head, your hair is an extension of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just say, you know, we, we, we know as women, um, hair is a big reflection of us. You know, one thing has changed probably in the last, what well, what can I say? 10 years where, you know, we are really embracing our natural state of our um, hair, which I'm very proud that we do this as, as women of color because I've done hair for 30 years and knowing better, you do better, you know? Um, and I say this because I'm just as guilty because I can tell you, I know the ins, the outs of chemicals. You know, I know what chemicals do to your hair and I've done, I can't even count how many relaxers I put in someone here, how many, um, uh, well, I won't even talk about color because that's a, that's a different bucket. Um, because the color doesn't really change the the, the dynamics of hair, but um, relaxers actually changes the dynamic and structure of hair, you know. And even when I was a, a young girl in cosmetology school in Philadelphia, and I was thinking about the the I can't even remember what her name was, but she was a really 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 strict, and um, she used to say to us as students. Just remember, you do not have to push a relaxer on somebody, put some sweat into it and straighten that person's hair out. Because I used to use a straighten comb all the time and I could get your hair straighter than a relaxer. She used to say this all the time, you know. She was an old school cosmetologist. old school cosmetology teacher. And she said, put your elbow in it and stop (laughs) trying to be lazy and put that chemical in there. Can can I tell you how my aunt, my mom's oldest sister, my aunt Lee, you know, Eileen and Mona's mom, and um, she was an old school cosmetologist. So she went to Dobbins High School Mm -hmm. and um, she graduated from there with, you know, her diploma in cosmetology. So, you know, when kids go to vocational school and they graduate, they they pretty much have their license at that point or the capability of getting their license. Mm -hmm. My aunt Lee pressed my hair. One time when I was younger. And let's just say she graduated from Dobbins in the 1950s, right? Because she's 82 now. (laughs) My hair was so straight. (laughs) It took four washings for me to get my hair. (laughs) You'd have thought she put a relaxer in it because she put it with a hot comb. And I don't really need all that heat, but... I think I was probably about 13 mm-hmm. and oh my gosh. Cause you know, back then we had Vigoral, which was mm-hmm. kind of like half and half. And, but even when 
I got older and my mom was relaxing my hair or whatever. We still only did it about once a year. Like I was never a every six to eight weeks relax my new growth kind of person because I could never take that or whatever. But um, we did it mostly in the summertime so that it just wouldn't be so poofy <laughs> throughout the rest <laughs> of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we've had some changes. But when Aunt Lee pressed my hair, girl. I washed my hair and I kept washing it. My mom's like, see, that's why I don't let Lee press my hair. <laughs> and that's a hard pressing. When I yeah, tell you, hard. that's a hard pressing. Go ahead, yes. Yeah, I remember um, my hair experience growing up. Well, first of all, uh, I didn't, I, you know, my whole memory is not my mom ever doing my hair. She said she did, but I don't think I liked <laughs> it because I was very, very extremely funny about my hair. Kim can tell you as an adult, but I was real funny about my hair as a kid. So I remember I would always watch the beautician doing my hair. And I remember getting my hair pressed and everything. But if I didn't like the hair and they didn't do it right, my mom picked me up. I would put my head out the window like this and I would let it blow out. And I would say, no, and I would watch the products and I'd say, buy me this, 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 and this. And then I had to start doing my own hair because I was extremely funny about my hair and what my hair looked like. And uh, so that, that, that was, yeah, my experience with my hair. I would always watch and see. And if I didn't like that person, they didn't do my hair anymore. That was Celeste, welcome, welcome. We talk about we talk hey. about our hair. So Celeste is, is looking newbie in the day. She got her hair in, in, in a protective style. You know, we we gonna, we gonna hit all these points. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank so, you. So I'm laughing at you guys because I remember getting my hair pressed. It started off every two weeks, and then you know because you had to get fresh for church. Mm-hmm. It had to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But I remember getting hit all the time because. <laughs> Yeah, because she was angry because my hair holds heat. Ooh, yeah. And she would be, be like, why are you mad at me? To this day, it holds heat. If you, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to touch it, but I was thinking if the whole heat don't need to get pressed so much. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> she would pop me all the time. And I, I realized I rebelled too. And that's why I got a protective style because I refused to take care of it anymore after that. I was just done. Mm. I mean, I did something with it myself and I did everything. Put all kinds of perms and curls and S-curls and and everything. You done went through the whole list. I did all of them. (laughs) Something came out, Kool-Aid, bleach, whatever. I did it. So we think about we think about that. You know, I just remember my my memory was I don't remember my mom um, fondly. I would say fondly doing my hair because like I said, my mom um, hair was more like towards the Caucasian. You know, my mom hair was very straight. My mom um, would get very frustrated because I was tender headed. And I just remember her putting, um, washing my hair and, and I used to have to sit out on the curve to, to let it dry. And so she would, um, I used to have to travel to West Philly with my sister's to go to the hairdresser because she just gave up by this time. I probably was around yeah. seven or eight. So she just gave up. And I just remember my sister, Carmen, um, she would just have this bag full of candy that she would like bribe me all the way on the, the L train. Cause I'd be <laughs> crying on the L trains. Like, you know, I don't want to get my hair combed. Aww. I don't want to get it combed. So as soon as I walked in there and tried to, so you know how West Philly is, it wouldn't be like, 
like this big, beautiful hair salon. You would go in somebody's house underground, like you just feel like in you're in that. And, yeah. and all I saw was smoke. <laughs> and right. I was like, why does my mom keep sending me here? And he would say, he he would say, you want some sweet potato pie? No, not in the middle of you doing my hair. <laughs> you know, I don't want this with you, this big thing of lard on the top of it. And soon as he would say, go ahead, wash her hair and sit her under the dryer. Well, my, I had so much hair that couldn't even fit under the dryer. Well, why would you do that? That's what's going to make it worse, you know? Yeah, she and, had a lot and, of hair, a lot of hair. <laughs> I, all I could, could remember all of that was so, it was horrific, you know what yeah. I mean? So as mm. soon as I could get a perm, I was getting a perm, you know? So I just went through all this horrific things and then from your hair just breaking off, you know what I mean? You think about... I'm like I had all this hair. Now my hair is like hair. Then I remember I had to go get my hair cut really short. I had this short diva, you know, now I need to grow my hair back. You know, I went through all these different stages. Then I took my brother's and my father's hair out, you know, because they know that the curl came out and they said they wanted a curl. I remember <laughs> that story. I skipped all, I remember the, that story. I skipped all the steps. You know, my dad went bald. He never grew his hair back. And my brother hair was sticking straight up in the air. That was my clue that I needed to go learn how to do hair and learn it the proper way. But, you know, to us, we we think about it. Um, Celeste, you hit it on a lot of points. There were so many things that we went through as women of color to beautify our hair. You know, mm -hmm. now it looks like we have gone full circle. Because we are like natural. I'm, I can't even think about what a bottle, I mean, a jar of relaxer looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure if somebody asks me to do it, I can do it and do it professionally. But we have gone full circle. We, we, we embrace, you know, getting out, washing our hair, looking for our natural curl pattern. And the natural curl pattern is beautiful. You know, it's, it's like that natural curl pattern always been here. But let's just back up a second. Because I just um, didn't want to miss over an opportunity to discuss. We talk about the beautification that we have, um, I guess, evolved to now. But we still have a long way to go. You know, think about it. We still um, demonize each other about the migration of where we're going with um, our hair. Because as people of color, you know, everybody's not wearing their natural state of their hair you know what i mean people are wearing uh weaves wigs you know all kind of um extension enhancements you know which i think is beautiful because I, I just feel like in that arena whatever make you look happy you know you do you that's how i mm -hmm. that's my feeling you know um but i think we attack each other you know even down to uh men attacking us but my question to y'all is, and I want to go around and just talk about this because, you know, we all sisters. When y'all hear people talk about this, you know, because I know y'all hear it, would that it's a self-esteem type of thing that why do we um, get demonized for wearing weaves, wigs, extensions, or any type of enhancements to our hair? Well, for me, I think no matter what we do, whoever is not into it is going to demonize it. I won't um, dwindle it down to just wigs and weaves and protective styles or whatever. I've seen natural women wearing their hair naturally 
who mm-hmm. judge other women who wear their hair naturally saying you're not really natural because even though it's curly, you color it. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it's curly, you have 2C versus 4C hair or 3B versus 3A hair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what we wear. It doesn't matter what we do. That's People a good who point. feel like they do it to the ultimate are going to judge those who are either half doing it or not quite doing it the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, because naturalists are saying your natural hair is truly your natural hair with no color, no nothing in it. They might put some henna or things like that. But other than that, they use all natural products. They use, so then they, they're naturalists versus people like myself, who I think, you know, on past podcasts, I've, I've worn it wash and wear curly or mm-hmm. today, you know, I happen to have it straight or whatever, but mm-hmm. I still have my natural curl pattern. But mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. So therefore, I don't always feel like it, right? It's just as much Mm -hmm. work wearing my hair natural as it is when I'm wearing it straight or whatever. And so I don't demonize anybody. I think Kimmy made a really good point when, you know, do you, boo, whatever makes you feel good, right? Whatever is, I'm about what's easier anymore because I even bought a wig last year. I had a custom wig made. I would have never thought I'd spend that much money on having anything done, but Uh I did. And it fit what I needed to do at that time. I don't wear it much anymore because I still want to play with it. And like Keisha, I still like my hair a certain type of way or whatever. So even if I'm wearing the wig, I mean, you probably know I got a wig on. I'm not trying to pretend like it's mine, but you know, yeah, but what is the, what is the problem if you you have the wig on? Why does it have to be something where they have to identify that you have a wig on? You know? talk about it. They yeah, that's, that's well, what, I yeah. think with the I've noticed with the younger um, ladies, you know, in their twenties, they wear it all the time, and they wear different types, and it doesn't matter. So I'm thinking it's. I remember, um, like in the nineties. They always say um, if you're wearing a wig or you're wearing a weave, who has their natural, who's wearing their hair? And it was taboo. But now you see the girls, they change it. And it's it's short, it's long, it's this color, it's that color. And and it's it's becoming the norm. And then it's okay. Whatever makes you happy, however you want your hair to look, that is fine. But what's crazy is. We could go to work in corporate America every day wearing a wig and nobody would say anything. But coming come there with some braids. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what corporate America you work at. I had conversations about my hair. <laughs> but did you have it with women of color or with no. white people? No, I mean, <laughs> because the thing is, how would they know you had a but how would they know you had a wig you, on? I, I, see, you getting ready to start me and you're going to wind me up. It's gonna be well, fun. no, I guess, I guess what I'm saying <laughs> is, like I said, you might be able to tell that I have a wig on or whatever, but can you really tell that I have a wig on? Well, but if you got a white, not, wig not on. Not white people. They coming up there, I'm telling you, let me stay. You know them. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. They, they already yeah. going to be um, Betty Nosy. They going up and say, and it's terrible. And <laughs> Celeste, we was at the same people used to come up and say this. They used to come in to come to me, and I used to just shut them down so quick. Is that a they'll, they, they'll say, they'll say to me, "Well, is is how, do you, is your parents mixed? Because you 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 got long hair, and what do you see her? Do she got a weave in her hair? 
I no, she it. don't have a weave in her hair. And why are you worrying about that? I hate you know it. what I mean? I hate that it. right there is a turnoff. You I know? had a conversation. I mean, I almost thought I, I was going to get that. fired. Yeah, that's that that. the question. <laughs> the, the blindsided questions acting like they're clueless, you know, used to just blow me all the time. Like, or somebody have a wig on their head. And they wear clips. No, they're not They wear sick. clips. Yeah. But remember, but remember too, it it's the I don't, I don't want to say class of people, but it's still certain. Oh no, people not that did it. People, these people making over hundred G's a year. These are people okay. making good right. money. Okay, okay. so then, these people, okay. These people, all right, so these people I, making I think that loot. That's, right. She said, so "I'll take that back." I have been. I I am a big hair wearer. Let's put it that way. Like he okay. said, I enjoy ver. Versatility, versatile, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I might come in there with straight hair today, tomorrow with something else. Yeah. But because I had hair, it didn't bother me. Like it didn't bother me what people thought. Yeah. And so I heard these two comments. One was, "Oh, I'm glad you took it out, not realizing I had a weave, but they knew the wig was off because it was so abrasive. Abrasive." <laughs> Then I had one, my, my <laughs> boss, who I really liked, would go, is that your hair in front of people? And I would go, dude, you can't do that. And he would go, but no, tell me, is that your hair? And y'all going to be mad at me because I looked at him and said, do like you do everything else and Google that shit. Don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me I, and I think what happens is with mixed company, right, then they start to ask and inquire. Now, based on what you guys are saying, I've never, I've worked in corporate America for 35 years. I've never had that happen to me. And what, I, people, what I did have- are highly educated, okay. making now what, money people, and I'm telling you, you okay. they, they are, they push it to the limit where they try to see, see I've never, what I've you're never. going to say. And okay. I give them the dead look like, that and right I'm, there, I'm fortunate. That's not good. That's no. not good to do that. Now, it's what I did bad. have, what I did have, was, and it was very funny. Um, it was a compliment because she really didn't know. I have been, I had a thing where I wore my braids. So, you know, we had the wet and wavy hair and we would do um, individuals, right? Uh, micros. And so every year I would wear that for the entire winter. So I would put them in around, October, November, and I didn't, I would have them redone and redone until around, oh, Easter. I would always take them out for Easter and then I'd wear my hair out. So long story short, the woman said to me when I took it out, she was like, oh my God, your hair is beautiful. And I was like, well, wasn't it beautiful last week? But I had it taken out and I had my, my natural hair done. But when I had the braids, I had a team leader who was a white guy. And I knew he had been around black women because I have braids in my hair and we were standing up talking over our cubes and I went to scratch my hair like this. <laughs> and he said to me, what the <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That would make me mad. That, that would make me mad too. Cause I'd be like, that that would make me angry. No, it did, it did, see for me, it didn't make me, I bust out laughing. And so we had a meeting about 30 minutes later with the vice president, our vice president over our department. 
And when I just looked at him, I bust out laughing again. And so she was like, what's so funny? And I said, Drew said, blah, blah, blah. And he, and she, she didn't get it. So I explained it to her because she was white and I explained it to her and her eyes got so big and she was so nervous because she thought that I was offended. I would have been. And it didn't, it didn't offend me. What it told me is that you've been around some of us and somehow it was explained to you because he never said a word. He just said, and he was right. (laughs) And I don't do that because I scratch it. I don't know about, well. I would never. Well, you know when that you know when you thing. first get a you first get a sewing or something like this. You know people pay for cut. First of all, it's sore when you first get one, and then well, you was, be braids. lifting up mm-hmm. them braids. You know yeah. under it. So, right. but you but know, mine was braids. People have to be conscious <laughs> of it because you know to Chauncey point to your point, Celeste. Um, we fight in two battles right here: the lack of understanding mm-hmm. and in our own culture. You know the the lack of empathy to say that, hey, people do whatever they want to. They hear they're embracing their own. Then we put our own um, stigmas in our own culture of hair. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. hair represents a lot of things. It's almost like classification, you, you, if you mm-hmm. think about it. And this has been going on for a long, 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 long time. Think about it. Let's roll back to the 70s and because we all was in that era. We think about the 70s and early school and, and 80s. You think about when you was in school, the people who hair looked a certain way, you know what I mean? They weren't embraced. You know what I mean? They weren't embraced. So now mm-hmm. that's when we fast forward here, you know, people who hair is not combed. And believe me, I see some people with natural hair and they, and I'm talking about, it's not no wash and go. Look like get out it the bed. Be go. It need to be go, but not it to watch. Look like the bed. The bed they've been like rolling on the carpet. Go. They got lint in their hair and all kinds of stuff. And you are walking into the corporate America with your hair looking like that. You know, you you got to you look disheveled. You know what I mean? That's a difference. You know what I mean? That's not embracing your natural hair. That's called being disheveled and not cleaning up after yourself. You, 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 that's a whole different topic right there. But we think about these things and we having a conversation about the love of our hair. Do we say that's loving our hair? Are we taking that to a whole different level? Because I think we all need to exercise the option to say, I love my hair, but I also got to use some common sense behind loving my damn exactly. hair. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, Keisha. And to your point, to your point. So I'm sorry. Did you call Keisha? No, go ahead. So oh, when you finish to your Keisha. point, I did my hair recently. I, I don't know if I shared with it. I lost all my hair recently. Right. So it's growing back and it's, I'm just so excited about it being grown back. So I'm just putting all kinds of hair on it. But so, you know, when I first did this hair, it's really, really long all down my back. So I've been wearing it like a crown, like in a big. It's bright. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. cute, but I've been doing interviews for employee. I'm trying to get some people hired. So I put my bun down. Mm-hmm. And so the white lady in my group says, so let's always have her hair up. Why isn't it up today? Loud in front of everybody. And I said, because <laughs> out of respect to not have the attention on me during the interview, I'm the interviewee, right? I took my bun down and I want to say to her, and then you with your dumb ass, Say out loud, it's the bun. <laughs> <laughs> because 
I was just floored. I was in front of the person she did it. I was thinking to myself, wow. Really? Yeah. And she introduces uh, us like this. She always changes her hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that we're never going to get, I, I think really, um, my, I'll say this one. My hope is that we can we can win our internal battle with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to embrace the things that um, women of color, um, the things we go through as women of color and embracing each other's um, things that we love for our own hair. Like if I want to wear my hair straight, you just say, okay, you want to wear your hair straight. And the natural hair people over here don't get pissed off at me. Then I just don't want to wear my hair wet and wavy because I wear my hair wet and wavy too. I do all kinds of things. But, you know, you embrace what you embrace. I embrace what I want to embrace. So be it, you know. And if I wanted to just go on the wild side and throw a relaxer in my hair, which I won't do. But if I tr- wanted to do that, I could do that because that is my choice. So, you know, um, Keisha, did you have anything you want to say before I move into the health of our hair? Oh, go ahead. I'm good. So, you know, I think it's really important, you know, before we kind of wrap this up, is talk about the health of our hair because, the health of our hair is really important. And I say this because I, I want anybody listening to this to know that the outer appearance, hairstyles, none of that matters if the hair is not healthy. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. Um, I am probably so anal about healthy hair, you know, and anybody I could tell something to, or if anybody want to ask me something about having healthy hair, I am always open and I will have you look up this, buy this, purchase this. I mean, I want to send you to the, the poorhouse trying to get things. And I try to get natural things, but I always say internally, you have to fight the battle because if you don't feed yourself in, in um inside, your hair outside is going to definitely be the first thing because, you know, your hair is porous. You know what I mean? It is a really not a, a, a live. Um, it's not live. You know what I mean? Your hair is, is, is porous and it's um a protein base. I'll say material because it's not a really material, but your hair is not, um, it's not here for really longevity. You shed more of your hair than you can actually try to capture and keep. So in, in that aspect, I think that I like to talk about the health of your hair. Everybody sitting here got healthy hair. So that's what's very transparent to talk about um, her plight with when she lost her hair and, you know, thankfully she's grown her hair back. But I just remember when Celeste did lose her hair, you know what I mean? She didn't, um, to my knowledge, she didn't freak out and go crazy, but, you know, I, I'm sure it affected her, you know what I mean? It affected her greatly because nobody wants to lose their hair. But, you know, a lot of things she talked about what was going on first, you know, she start losing in patches, you know, she start having, you know, dry spots and things like that. So, you know, I would say this much, if you start to see things going wrong with your hair, you need to first, um, if you go to a hairdresser, I hope you're going to a hairdresser who is going to advise you. That's number one. You know what I mean? Not just give you a hairstyle, you know, I'm not a doctor. My, my, I'm just giving some, some honest feedback. If you're at a hairstylist and she is, and you you know these things are going on with your scalp or whatever, she should be advising you. She's not a doctor, but I can tell you, she's a licensed cosmetologist. She should be able to say something is wrong, and she should be advising you. You know, oh, I can att- and I can attest to that because I think when I um I think I was around forty at the time, uh-huh. and 
I was having experiencing problems with the, you know, as we age and our hormones go, you get problems at the the center top part of your head. And so I remember, and Kim was my um my um hairdresser. So she was like, Keisha, I think it's it's getting you getting a little space right here in the middle. And she said, I I, I suggest you go, you know, you know, seek some help. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because my husband would tell you in three days I was in the I was at dermatologist and she was looking at my she was looking at my head. I was like, oh no, we're not gonna do that. But you have to um, like you said, have a person that first of all cares about your hair, not just giving you a style, but care about the scalp and the health of your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, um to give you good advice. Someone is not going to say if you're going to uh, like Kim say, you sure you want to do you shouldn't use this chemical. You shouldn't do this or do this. You know, have a person that is knowledgeable about, you know, what to do with your hair or or, or, your to, scalp, or the health of it and the or, moisture or of, to yeah. advise you. Yeah. Or to mm-hmm. advise you. Right. Like you said, mm-hmm. Kim said she could see something going on. So she's mm-hmm. like, you should go see someone about this. Right. So that lets you Three know days. I was in there. For, She's professional professional enough to say to you, this is not my lane. Part of it is my lane, but you need to go see someone so that make sure that there's nothing else going on so I can continue to do my part because they're working in tandem, correct? Mm -hmm. And I had something to put in on my scalp that that helped. And so, and that, that helps her because then now when you pass on that information, then she's going to be known as a hairstylist. What I love about my, my hairstylist is that, um, her slogan is where hair is not just done, but cared for. Mm -hmm. Right. So that slogan means that, Hey, she just happened to be a person who studied as a nurse practitioner who is now doing cosmetology, but she understands it, right? So she's created her own oils and she's created her own edge control and different products. And But anything that doesn't look right to her, she would say, Miss Chauncey, please go see a dermatologist, make sure that everything is okay. And, you know, so on and so forth. And like you said, because we're getting older there, we have to find out if some of these things are hormonal. Is it hereditary? Um, is it something I can do to reverse it or, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah. And in that, that we just, dis- we discovered that we couldn't do perms. It, that was the end of, that was the end of perms. We would do it once a year when I go back to school and Kim would straddle, like straighten out my hair, Kim, she would do that. And then we noticed, okay, there's a breakage. Okay. No more of that. And then the natural journey began yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Keisha, um, and you know, I've been doing Keisha hair for a long time. I mean, Keisha is self-sufficient now. She can do whatever, whatever her hair, you know, can grow to her butt. The good thing is two things. Um, the good thing about cosmetologists is when you get your license, and that's probably why cosmetologists have um, the most requirements because they have a rigorous um, and I can't speak for all states because I went through the state of Pennsylvania and the state of Virginia. You know, I went through two states and the health and the sanitation is the largest part of cosmetology. So if you go through cosmetology school, <clears throat> the styling, you don't learn much of that at all. Mm-hmm. That's just skill. You know what I mean? That's just skill. So what you come out of school with, 
That's why I say you have to be able to advise because you've been given all the tools to be able to say you have something else going on. Like <clears throat> your scalp speaks a lot. You know what I mean? You could have thyroid disease. All those things come out through the scalp and let people know you need to see the doctor because something is going on. People that style, you know what I mean? And miss that because they are after the, the money, you know what I mean? After all, that's over and done. Guess what's going to happen? The customer is not coming back because they ain't going to have no hair and they're going to spread the word. So, you know, that's a paradigm uh, effect on everybody. So, you know, you ain't coming back. So you need to care for the customer. But they do have the knowledge. They have the knowledge. And they that's why you learn so much of health and sanitation. So back to Keisha. When I saw Keisha hair starting, it started like a, 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 a small as a dime. You know what I mean? Small as a dime. And then, you know, it usually just opens up. Mm-hmm. So it opens up. By time, you know, if you know that, that's that's something that's just, that little dime that's opening up just telling you, okay, she has something that's thinning and going on. That's nothing that's in her health. When you see the other things like, okay, you have a dry patch here. The hair is lost here. You have itching in here. You need to see a doctor. You need to get some blood run. You need to see right. what's going on because now we may need to check that thyroid. We want to start mm-hmm. seeing other things that may be going on because see sporadic spots going on. All these things, you, hairstylists knew. You know, I mean, they know because you don't. It's these red flags going on. Well, if you throw a chemical on top of that, what is going to happen? Sores, you know what I mean? Yes. Got all these sores. So then you say, well, the the chemical did that. The chemical was burning me, but you saw the warning signs. So now I got hair loss in that, but you overlook the preliminary red flags, you know what I mean? So the good relationship you have with the cosmetologist, you know, is the start, you know? So that's why I say you have to first, like even with your doctor, you got to be your own advocate. Keisha never comes to me and sit there silent and say, go ahead, Kim, do my hair. You know what I mean? Because that's not that. I mean, you really, you have to be talking for yourself. If you go to a stylist that you sit there and let them do your hair, the same thing for you, Chance, you have a good relationship with your stylist. She knows She knows everything about you. If she see, okay, well, all of a sudden, Chance, you know, um, you're starting, starting to go back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and, and it won't be, be shocking because age will start to take this back. You see what I'm saying? What, what's funny is her mother was my hairstylist. So then mm-hmm. she's really someone who's been helping with my hair since she was a teenager. Right. Uh-huh. So then she knows my hair. And so um, when her mother was doing my hair many years ago, probably about 20 years ago, I had already stopped relaxing my hair. I stopped relaxing my hair after I had my daughter. And so, um, but what I would do is every few years, I would just cut it all off and start all over again. Cause that's oh, how wow. I know my hair like my would daughter. be healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's how I knew that my hair would be healthy. Right. Cause what I want more than anything is healthy hair, no matter what the length is, but long story short, I had gotten a fungus in my toe, the nail, my toenail started to turn dark. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to the podiatrist to get treated for that, He's like, yeah, it's a nail fungus and it happens. It's in the bloodstream. And he explained all of this, prescribed me this medication called Lamacil so that it could take it out. 
this thing works so fast because you're only supposed to take it for three months. It worked fast. It turned that nail back to what it was supposed to be. But for the next year, I kept noticing, even when I went to the hairdresser, that one side of my head, the texture of the hair was really, really strange and funny. And I was like, so I said to her, I'm like, Jackie, are you noticing that the left side of my hair is kind of acting kind of, she was like, I've been meaning to ask you what is going on. She's like, it's like straw. She's Mm -hmm. like, and it, it looks different when we wash it and we blow dry it. She's like, when I do it, it all looks the same. She's like, but it doesn't come to fruition until we wash it. Whatever happened with this medication, it changed the texture of my hair on this side. It took a whole year and a half. And I was like, cut it all off. And she's like, no, we can, we can grow it out. Just trim it. In. Cut it all off. Grow, it's growing <laughs> out anyway after a year. But you know, that that's see how medication, the dynamic and structure mm-hmm. can change this in your bloodstream. You know what I mean? Was, These things are very important. I mean, yeah. so you know, um, I think about everybody has a story. Keisha, Celeste, you know what I mean? Everybody, Chauncey, everybody has a story of what happens. Um to your hair and you know it's important that your health is taken care of your stylist you have a great relationship with and there's a whole lot of things and last thing i have to say before i wrap this up and let everybody have their last comment please 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 don't be a youtube you know what i mean a youtube hairdresser you know what i mean because mm. um and I, i'm putting this out here because i cosmetologists go to school to learn if you can't find one that you have a relationship, keep trying. Keep trying. Because YouTube, keep in mind, there's a lot of spaces that are chopped off and edited out of there. You know what I mean? You don't know what they are. I'm, I have nothing against people on YouTube. Hell, I'm trying to make a be a YouTube star too. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with YouTube. But guess what? It's a lot of things edited out because they want you to look at it. You trying to do it. Is something totally different. It could be detrimental to the results that you're trying to get, you know? And at the end of the day, what we want, healthy hair. Because hell, you could put your healthy hair in a healthy ponytail and always go to the next day and try again. Or if you just don't know what you're doing, you can go to the professional who know what they're doing. Because we all have professions. Because I can't do what you do, Keisha, because you were a school teacher. I can't do what you do, Chauncey, and I can't do what you do, Celeste. But I know what I do. You you see what I'm saying? So, you know, I said it with love that, you know, be very wary of what you do off of YouTube. We I learned a lot of things off of YouTube, but I also know it's things missing off of YouTube. And one thing, when you start messing with chemical colors and things like that, you know, be very careful. So um, I enjoyed this episode. So let's go around and, you know, give me your final thoughts on um, I am my hair. Chauncey? Um, my hair is a part of me. And so I am not my hair, but it is a part of me. And on the days that I don't always feel so good, a nice, fresh hairstyle makes me feel better. Um, but more importantly, healthy hair is what's important to me. Mm -hmm. I don't do any particular style for too long so that I don't get stuck in it. Um, when I see something that's not right, Um, I ask questions and I go to, I start with the dermatologist, even sometimes before the hairdresser. Um, But I've, you know, I trust my hairdresser. Uh, That's the other thing. I have a good relationship with her and I trust her. So the two of us together work together to make sure that everything is good. Very good. 
Celeste? I was, oh. <laughs> it went clockwise. Well, I, I was going to say that I am just now um, thinking about my hair differently because I was kind of damaged after coming from the hair salon all those years. So I have been my own hairdresser. So I fired myself because probably not a good hairdresser because <laughs> I saw the spot coming and I started making little little bridges across it and praying and I was just acting like it wasn't there. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I felt it and I was like, okay, I'll put the next braid this way and put the next week. I just covered it up. So I fired it's myself. So I, it was the truth because Kim can tell you, it started off like this. By the time I got to Kim, I didn't have nothing. It went like this. And I've been natural for 20 years. So I knew it wasn't a chemical, but I didn't think rubbing. I didn't think so. I have five myself. Um, <laughs> right, right now, Kim is my over the internet uh, hairdresser. <laughs> over the internet. Because she gave, she, she helped me grow this hair back. Like yes. she put me down to basics. Like, Didn't she give us some stuff? Child, yes. waiting on my list. So, so look, I, <laughs> said, I was showing them. They said, "What did you do?" First thing I do is I don't use uh, tap water. Water. <laughs> right? Rose water. I use rosemary water. <laughs> so I fired myself, and I am more like you said. I don't try to keep things in too long. So I've been doing my natural hair. I've been doing a protective styles. Three weeks, tops, two weeks, and take it out and keep moving, keeping it healthy, keeping it hydrated. So I am my hair for right now. <laughs> that's right. You are. You are. And your hair is growing and it's thriving. Yes. And that's important. Keisha? Yes. I am my hair. I am. What I would say to people is <laughs> embrace your hair. It doesn't necessarily have to be so straight. Embrace how it comes because I haven't straightened out my hair. I blow dry it and I. Just put in a fluffy ponytail and I let it go. Need to kind of switch my ponytails around. I'm working on that. But anyway, and then sometimes I have it curly fro. And I just embrace what it is. (laughs) Just embrace what it is. Also, like we said earlier, just um, make sure your hair is healthy, you know, stay healthy. But however it comes, however it is, embrace that and rock it. Yeah, so I just say thank you, ladies. Um, I think this was a great episode. You know, stay tuned for our, our after episode. So this is Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy. Joining me tonight on the porch is Roxy and Keisha. Okay, join us next Wednesday for our next episode. Have a wonderful week on purpose. Take care. Bye.